Hello and welcome to Is Riverdale Good, the weekly podcast where we recap each episode of Riverdale and explore ships, theories, casting news, official press, juicy off-screen rumors, and answer the question on everyone's mind, is Riverdale actually good? It's so good. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is my partner in life, love, and podcasting, Brittany. Guys, hello. Riverdale is so good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're going to talk, talk about Chapter 7, In a Lonely Place. So, I love this because this title is like very closely related to this episode. So some background on this title. It's a film. Surprise, surprise. It's a 1950 mystery crime film starring Humphrey Bogart. Um, fancy. Where he plays a Hollywood screenwriter who is like starting to get romantically involved with his neighbor. But then the police come knocking on his door and they were like, hey, this girl you know one time was just murdered and you're a suspect. Uh-oh. And the her, the neighbor whose name is Laurel is like, no, there's no way he could have done it. But then as Must they keep... Us. Yes, exactly. As, as they keep questioning him, he starts getting like weirder and weirder and weirder. And then she, their, their relationship starts to like go south when she's like, wait, maybe he is a murderer. Uh-oh. And that's this, that's that. Oh my. I guess that does tie pretty it's closely like to It's like very real to this episode. Oh my. Ugh, it's kind of this interesting. This episode is one of my, like might be, I don't know. Episode I, 10 is my favorite. I think. Well, This yeah. episode is really good. This is a good episode. I want, do you think next season when they have more episodes that they might like actually do episodes that are like a takeoff of an actual movie? Like this plot ties mm. closely in. I don't know if they're like, I don't know if the show warrants so that because it's, it's pretty been serious. Keeping you know? like fairly close. Yeah, I mean, some are some a some stretch. more than others. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. That's just I don't know. I just thought of that. Anyway, let's get into it. We last left off in the last episode with oh, Betty and Jughead learning that Polly had escaped her confinement with the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. A very dramatic, which was literally crazy to that episode. Yeah. Uh, and then, just when you thought this things couldn't get crazier, the best thing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, this is wild. So this episode opens on this super saturated mm. scene mm. where, ev- like, most of the important players are at this dinner table in this idyllic 1950s house, like 60s looking, yeah. like, like wardrobe. Even everybody looks. So it's. Everybody looks like they're Archie's comics yeah. character. So it's Betty's parents. Yeah. Hal and Alice are there. Betty's there. Jughead's there. Veronica is there. Yeah. Polly's there. And Jason is there. Jason is there looking, looking and Archie's fresh. there too. Definitely not looking dead. That's for sure. <sighs> yeah. Um, and so like Jughead is, so in, is in the center of the table and... Does Hal hand him the carving? Yeah, so like you know, there's a big turkey. Betty there. reaches over and like grabs his hand, and she has like this like oh, g- classic yeah. <laughs> gold wedding ring on, and yeah. he looks at it like what? But yep. I mean, like he, he looks surprised, but he don't look out. mad at it. In, in he's a little scene, freaked out. You can tell it's like, like his dream. He's sequence. out of place. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, what, 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 what? And then he's like standing up at this table, and there's this giant like roast or turkey or something uh-huh. in front of him, and Hal gives him like the carving knives, and. uh and he's it, about to cut into it. He's about to cut into it, but he then he looks up and he sees this blue light and he sees like FP drinking a beer in his oh, trailer. Oh yeah, that's right. So it get it starts getting those quick intercuts. It just cuts of, from this really bright thing to like, and he's watching TV, so you hear like, yeah. It's so, and he looks up and freaks out, and then when he looks back down, he doesn't have the knife in his hand anymore. Oh yeah. And Archie like is gliding over in his little like Letterman sweater or whatever that <laughs> matches Jughead's sweater, and he's like, hey man. Why'd you stab me in the back? Like, and then he, he turns around, he literally has a knife in his back. Like sticking out <laughs> of his back. Yeah. Like the chef from Clue, the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly. what it looks like. Exactly. And then Jughead's like, what? And then he wakes up because it was a dream. Yep. And we finally get the answer Ooh. to where he's been living, which mm-hmm. is in a closet like Harry Potter under the stairs at the at the high school. Yep, with the mice and the spiders. Yeah. So that dream sequence, though, that dream super sequence weird. is the most magical thing I've I w- ever seen. I would call it similar. Again, I haven't done my homework and caught up on Twin Peaks, but I would call it very David Lynch. It's so good. Esque, but I don't know. Yeah, because the, authority the whole thing. To say that. Then Jughead's, you know, whatever uh, is monologue weird. is going on over it, and he's mm-hmm. like, "What makes a place feel like home?" And it's got this weird creep, like music over him going. in the school once yeah. we're out of the dream. Yeah. Well, no, in the that, does he? that happens in the beginning. I don't yes. Think so. Oh yeah, you're down. right. You're right. There, yeah, yeah. That was my he's bad. like, is an idealized make believe version of the American dream. Is it love and acceptance, or oh, is yeah. it simple safety? And it's like Jason's alive, and he's with Polly, and she's pregnant. And they're like very happy, and yep. it's like, I think the creepiest part though is mm-hmm. like. <laughs> 
The head tilt. Archie goes, why'd you stab me in the back? Yeah, the head tilt. And then it like does a shot of Betty and Alice and they're both like, yeah, <laughs> tilt their head really like slight, like 45 yeah. degrees. Whew. Oh, it's good. It's great. It's so good. It's super chilling. Yeah. So he wakes up and he's at the school all Guys, alone because he's living under the stairs. The episode get, one vibes are back. We get yeah, true. some footage of a shirtless Jughead oh my. in this episode. Oh my. <laughs> is Archie also shirtless in that scene? No. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. I don't think so. That would have been like a little too, too much, too romantic, too fan service. Yeah. <laughs> so, too much. Well, yeah. He gets out of the shower and he's like brushing his teeth, and then you know, all of a sudden he looks up and Archie's in the mirror. Yeah, him. like classic. <laughs> movie, like, no. And uh, and they talk. He's like, "What are you doing here, bro?" And Jughead tries to laugh it off. Oh, I'm just taking advantage of the facilities. And uh, but actually, though. No. What are you doing here, Jughead? And he confesses that he's been living under the stairs. And Archie is like, come on, man. Live with me. And yeah, well, he's like, why aren't you living at home? And he's yeah. like, well, my dad fell off the wagon after your dad fired him. Like, oh, sorry. Oops. Uh, and he's like, he hasn't had a job since. And his yeah. mom t- grabbed his sister. And they left town and went to live with his grandparents. So, like, he's... This family, like, totally split up. And he hasn't been living at home for months. Yeah. We find out. And is that where he says... Don't tell Betty about that. Yeah. That's one of our favorite Chris and things I love that this. we came up with. He doesn't actually say it. It's kind of like in Casablanca. He well, he says, play, don't say, tell anybody, especially not Betty. Right. And so now we do this thing where while we're watching the episodes, we'll be like, don't tell Betty. If Jughead does something, he's like, don't tell Betty. Don't tell Betty. <laughs> like he's going to be embarrassed. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. But, I, but then Archie does the most Archie <laughs> thing ever, which is literally yeah. he's like, yeah, uh, Betty's not going to care if anyone's going to be a snob about it. Maybe Veronica. <laughs> Rude. Ouch, oh, you Archie. mean that girl that you made out with and are obsessed with as soon as she rolled into town? Yep. Maybe she'll be a snob about it. Ooh. Great, Archie. Great. Archie taking shots. And it's not even 8 a.m. Shots fired. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. my goodness. Speaking of Veronica, no. we then cut back to the Pembroke mm. where uh, uh, Smithers is bringing in a armful of packages. Veronica apparently was doing some retail therapy once she got mad Glamazon. at Glamazon.com. Yeah. <laughs> she bought a bunch of stuff because she's angry at her mom for forging the signature. So, That's how that uh, works. Yeah. The, the tensions are high. It is good because she's in like, the lodge home. she's like, Veronica, you can't be buying all this stuff. She's like, not even with your cushy new job with your new boyfriend. It, Oof. Ooh, shots yeah. fired again. Yeah. Shots right out of the gate yeah. in this episode. Oof. Uh, we then cut to the student lounge where Chris's Be- favorite location. My favorite location. <laughs> where is it? Where are they in real life? Uh, Betty is debriefing the gang on the yeah. car full of evidence developments. Everybody is kind of shook. Everybody's really freaked out. She's yeah. like, Sheriff Keller said that someone was probably following us, and my parents don't want us to tell anybody about Polly's quote unquote shameful condition. And yep. they're like, they're, everybody's going to think she's the one who torched the car because she's the only one that knew where it was. And mm-hmm. she, like, Betty's, uh, she's getting a little worked up here. She's really worried about Polly. She's like, what if she's really hurt? Because, like, guys, let us not forget there was blood on the window, like, when Polly escaped. And she's, like, seven months pregnant. Yeah, Polly is location unknown. So, Polly, yeah, that's to be fair. She's like, I'm really worried about her. Like, guess who's sitting next to her? Her boo, Uh Jughead. (laughs) (laughs) This is another. I love it. Yeah. I've watched this scene like so many times just to see. It's hilarious. So, and then Jughead, you know, puts his hand on her, all around her around her and like on her shoulder and she like mm-hmm. you know instinctively like reaches up to grab it and he's like trying to comfort her and literally no. like every <laughs> single person's face is like there's, what? There's a cutaway to every person's face going like what? Yeah Archie's like huh? Huh? Like his eyes dart back and forth and he's like what? And Veronica's like oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's literally what you can see her thinking. She's like oh. I want to okay. If I have time Which to do what it I, would do too. I want to take that scene and cut in like a bunch of other reactions. Shots, see that. Just like a five minute Stop. long thing where it's like every weird reaction shot, like and it's really, Hermione really reacting long. to the snakes. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Just it's just a there. long thing. So uh, if I have time to do that, we'll put I will it up on our YouTube channel. I will channel. say the little like hand uh, on the shoulder, like mm-hmm. Cole does that on purpose on a lot of pictures of him and Lily, like at WonderCon. Oh. There were a lot of those coming out. Like he's he Uh-oh. he does it to make the fans crazy yeah there's it's it, this he thinks has he's so funny but and he levels is. after people wrote about them potentially dating off screen i know we shouldn't talk about it too much we're gonna do a whole episode before season two of like yeah all all off-screen gossip yeah 
So we'll get to that. Exactly. Uh, so but then, anyway, I love this, where they're literally in the student lounge, loudly talking about this, and they're yeah. like, attention, everyone. Yeah. We need to keep this a secret from the Blossoms. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's like a Gossip Girl girl back there tweeting like, tweet, tweet, like Cheryl. That's exactly She's what like she sending is. a yeah. hot tip to Cheryl Blossom. Straight off the steps of the Met <laughs> yes, into the oh Riverdale student lounge. She seriously did look like one of those girls. Uh, it's true. So she does some uh, uh, covert texting. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the two hallway confirmations. Jughead talks to Archie. And uh, our two seconds of teen drama in this episode. Yeah, yeah, literally this, much. where they're like, okay, let's get this teen stuff right out of the way, and then like, let's get to the murder. Being full on adults again. <laughs> yeah. um, He's like, Jughead um, confirms it to Archie. When you were like asking, saying like not to tell Betty that you're like shamefully living under the stairs, yeah. are you saying that because you're trying to impress her? Yeah, you're dating? Jughead's like, we may have had a moment, and Archie literally cannot cut him off faster. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, Nothing. I get it, I get Nothing. it, I get it. I was just asking, God, yeah, God, exactly. don't, yeah, don't oh, tell yeah. me all this. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. it's the classic guy like can't get into having emotions, you know. Well, yeah, and it's like awkward because like she was in love with Archie for a long time. But oh, I guess any, there's that too. Yeah, no. Yeah, because yeah, I guess there is an element of him that's like, about it. Cause there's probably an element of him that like always assumed that she'd always be in love with him and be mm-hmm. like available to him. He you blew know? it. He blew that's it. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Archie swiftly switches subjects and is like, I'm pretty sure I can get my ja- dad to get yeah, your, to give dad your dad his job a back. Chance, so. so like, let's work on that together. Yeah. And then Betty also confirms the relationship Ooh. to Veronica, who says like, oh, swoon or something. Yeah, she's yeah. like, did I just Very see cute. Riverdale's own Holden Caulfield put his arm around you? <laughs> Which I oh, think is Veronica, hilarious and never, like perfect. Never cease to amaze. Yeah. And you know, Betty's like, um, the last few weeks like haven't been great for me, which is like the biggest understatement of yeah. the century. And like Seriously. Betty, your life is in shambles. It's okay. It's she's like, Jughead has really been there for me emotionally. It's and true. then she like does this little like, mm, yeah. like shoulder wiggle, <laughs> like happy <laughs> smile. And Veronica's yeah. like, swoon. That's what makes them so cute is it's that adorable. like they really are leaning on each other. You yeah. Know? How can you not? Oh my God. Exactly. Can you imagine if you had like a judgy relationship? <laughs> Like, you're like, oh, my pregnant sister's missing. They were like, oh, it has to be oh, about you right now. making it about you again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have problems, too. Spe- I got stage fright one time. <laughs> Speaking of judgy, though, we then cut to the <sighs> sheriff's office where the Blossoms are talking to Sheriff Keller. Yeah. And uh, Cheryl swoops in. I love how she literally just pops in every yeah. scene, like, like so aggressively. All of a sudden, she's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> they should start having her come up from the bottom of the screen. Oh just, like, Hello. just creep into the front. Yeah, exactly. Um, So she, because her, uh, you know, Mm, lieutenant texted her the information that was going on in the student lounge. Also, why isn't she at school? Um, She she like contracts that out. She has more important things to do. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, She basically negotiates her return to the River Vixens by sharing this information. I forgot her mom. Holly escaping from the sisters. I forgot her mom was like, you're not on the squad anymore. And I would have shipped you off because so much other stuff happened. But yeah. I was like, she had to come back because she's got that crazy dance scene with Veronica later. Oh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, she accuses Polly of murder mm-hmm. straight up, tweets it out. Hashtag tweet, tweet. Polly Cooper killed my brother. Hashtag nowhere to hide. Yep. Hashtag sharpen your pitchforks, which could only... Kevin is the one that that reads the tweets to Betty and Veronica, yeah, which is like yeah, yeah. the correct person. That is true. Like literally no one else. No one else should have had that line <laughs> except Kevin. He was like, OMG, you guys. Yeah. So then that's it's like, so good. oh no. And that's, that's like, we really got to find her. Yeah, that's the dramatic climax for the title, title card for card. this episode. Yeah. Ooh, Riverdale. Uh, so then we go back to the trailer park. Uh, FP's trailer is a mess. Guys, FP, FP looks literally rough. terrible. Yeah, he's not He is like good. stumbling around with scotch in the middle of the yeah. day. And Jughead's like, hey, dad. Why did you like get a call from Fred? You trying to go back to work? And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I got it. I'm not doing that. I was fired. Like, what kind of man would I be yeah, if I went if back? If I went back, hat, hat in hand, which is like the whole point. Jughead of going goes, back anyway. I don't know, a man with a job. Correct. <laughs> Jug. Thank you, Jughead. Looking out, savage. <laughs> Just being, being the logical man that he is. So true. Uh, so then we cut to randomly a hunting party that's been put together. It's the kind of classic link hands and sweep the woods. Yeah, exactly. They're like, I like how they got everybody the time has come. to go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy 
and like do it. Yeah, what they were like, she would have come from here by the river or on the other side. Because they don't know where she's going, so presumably they would just start. I think they thought that she was going towards the car, like because she was going to go travel to that's a really good point. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Bughead is leading the Coopers Mm -hmm. and Archie and Veronica and Kevin et al. uh, on the search for Polly. And Kevin and Veronica are taking the chance to uh, get caught up. Veronica explains that to get back at her mom, she's going to go out to the club with got Reggie. To the club. Yeah, she's like, I always go with my best gay, like my fiercest friend and like um, arm candy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so clearly that's you. He's like, honored. Honored, yeah. Josie. <laughs> and she's like, and, and then she looks up, you guys, this is one of my favorite, oh, yeah, most is- hilarious moments of Reggie's entire character. He's taking a selfie of himself look, pretending to look sad. Yeah, yeah. And then he Doing takes the his hand and does a fake, fake tear going oh, wow. down his his face. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the most accurate thing I've ever seen in my life. And she's, and she's like, like clearly he's coming. Yeah, he'll, he'll do. do. He'll do. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Chris missed that the first time. I was I like, did. did you see I what totally he was doing? Was oh, like, my oh, God. So perfect. Hilarious. Um, then, unbeknownst to everyone, the Blossoms show up. Oh, my God. Rocking their, like, L.L. Bean yes, blazers or whatever. Yes, I'm like, they look like whatever. they're coming from, like, an English hunting party. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> like, I was looking for the corgis but uh, going around. But that's so true. Or the hunting dogs, whatever. Uh, so the Coopers and Blossoms, as they do face when off. you combine them, they've got a little face off. Uh, and the all I remember about this argument is that the Blossoms are like, Polly killed Jason. You know it. Sheriff Keller knows it. Sheriff Keller's like, hey, hey now. <laughs> no, he's like, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. He's yeah. like, we literally don't know anything. <laughs> all I know is that you guys are super rich and we're just going along with this for now. <laughs> Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, we got to work with you all because you're the parents. Of yeah. Them, but My anyway. favorite part was when Penelope Blossom at the end was like, the noose is tightening around your murdering oh daughter's gosh. neck. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> so then, of course, that prompts Alice to go into damage control mode. She freaks mm-hmm. out. And the next shot we see is like her inside a church with yeah. Betty putting on her CoverGirl makeup. CoverGirl. Hey, the Cooper we, family we sponsored by CoverGirl. We haven't mentioned it, but there is, uh, as you saw when you watched the episode, it's a lot of Cover Girl crazy CoverGirl promotion. Which, which, like, if that's all it takes to get Riverdale on my screen and on Netflix, that's fine. Honestly, we've been watching uh, another show, another teen drama that is using product placement. That is 90210 and, it, and Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it yes. is far less subtle. They go to the Peach Pit, they're like hangout, and there's Dr. Pepper it's, everywhere. It's like a lot. It's it's like it's like when One Tree Hill did sun kissed stuff. It's where they worse were like than that. all no, they were all wearing Sunkissed t-shirts and drinking Sunkissed and putting yeah. on a concert that's that was provided by Sunkissed, and they said in the episode, we'd like to thank Sunkissed. <laughs> but at <laughs> least, at least they hung a lampshade on it. That was all because they had point. formerly that's a good said point. Sunkissed sponsoring it. There's just Dr. Pepper all over for no reason. <laughs> that's a good point. You go into somebody's <laughs> you're right, house. You're right. That's no one mentions it, but mess. it's always there. Yeah, you go to someone's <laughs> house that's supposed to be a mess, and they're picking up Dr. Pepper cans. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You guys gotta pump the brakes with this. So yeah, bottom line. That's correct. Riverdale, good job with yeah. Placement, it's integrated very times. nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they it's do, there, they do sharpen the focus on the exact word of yeah. the product a lot of the time. It's clearly, but it's like you it's know, clear, the shot has clearly been okayed by. At the least sponsor. it's there for a reason. They don't just right. stick something in for whatever. Exactly. But anyway, yeah. Alice is putting on her cover girl to get her cover face on well said yeah exactly and uh <laughs> she's like we're gonna we know the real story so we have advantage like real quick over over the blossoms and um we're gonna give them a united front against the holiest of backdrops she's <laughs> like and then no one will be able to say anything bad about polly and classic Ooh, she is so good mm-hmm. so you know they pop out in front of the church and they're like hello there's like, a press junket there yeah we've just called everyone here together and the local news to mm-hmm. yeah plead with you and say that we know there's a lot of talk about Polly and like yes she was at a facility getting help but you know she was there very closely watched during Mm -hmm. the time of Jason's murder and she wouldn't want to murder him anyway because she's pregnant with his baby (sighs) and the Blossoms like freak out and leave the crowd and Cheryl's like very shocked and Betty Mm -hmm. looks super uncomfortable having to stand up there and be like yeah 
I'm so glad this is a thing that yeah. is going on uh, uh, publicly. So they drop that bomb to say, why would she kill the father yeah. of her child? Come home, Polly. So yeah, she's like, Polly, if you're hearing this, come home. I'm like, no, don't go home to Alice Cooper. No, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. So then in the next scene, she shoved uh, you in a van. She let people take true. you in a van. True. There's a lot of, oh, there's God. a lot of trust to be regained in that relationship. Yeah. Uh, then we're on the sidewalk walking home, uh, Bughead. Oh, this is so out. cute. Um, I love this. And Betty is getting worked up again. They're holding hands. They Don't leave anything hands. out. Hey, you take it. You take it. Listen, I'm not as qualified to I'm talk about saying, this as you like, are. If you're going to like really go. Okay, so it's dark. Picture this, you guys. It's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> we have Betty it's on the left. Everything. Jughead on the right. This scene has everything. So they're holding hands and she's like, you know, you didn't really have to walk me home. And then he's like, isn't this what? I'm like, boyfriend? Ooh, boyfriend what? Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. It's time to define the relationship, but like, no, they chicken out. So he's like, people like us do during times like this? Uh-huh. Question mark, what? And what? I'm like, oh, you two crazy kids. <laughs> and you know, they're they're just walking and she's kind of quiet. And he's, but I like this line a lot where he says, what is it? I mean, besides everything. Yeah. Because he, I <laughs> that love that he line. can tell That's that something line. is bothering her, but it's not the, like, yeah. the large thing. Thing. Right, that there's something, there's something else. else that's there that she's not talk that she's not saying, mm-hmm. and clearly there is because she's like she wouldn't have run away if it wasn't for me. Yep. And then she launches into the story about how like it's not the first time Polly's run away. Her and her mom got into a fight, and everybody was out looking for her. Jughead, the secret genius that he is, is like, well, how far did she get? And Betty's like, oh, light bulb, got it. And then we get another bughead kiss. Betty initiates it this time because they need to make it clear that she actually likes him from before. We all know how that worked out. (laughs) And uh, she's like, thanks for walking me home. Call you later. Gotta go. Bye. Bye. And then he like walks backwards so he can like look at her a little bit longer and all smiley and turns around. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. (laughs) So and I like how both times they have these intimate moments. It's like she discovers something. Right. It's that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. What Solving she, the murder one kiss at a time. Exactly. That's their motto. It's like their superpower. <laughs> yeah. Together, they will solve the murder. Right. Uh, so Betty runs back home and she goes straight up to the attic and she's like calling This attic is creepy, you guys. It is creepy. The, I, I, saw, Was there a Ouija board? I literally saw a Ouija board, yeah. some creepy dolls, Ooh. and like an old Victorian wedding dress oh, that reminded yeah. me of Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it does. I was like, oh, they made Honestly, this so creepy on purpose and it's so creepy. Even upon the second watching, when Ugh. the camera pans up that wedding dress, I expected someone's head to be in it like i expected polly to be in the wedding dress oh God. <laughs> freaking me out She's just like, nightmares it's me. <laughs> don't tell betty yeah <laughs> um so anyway she finds polly in a like oh it is a oh, creepy yeah. manner well, yeah, though, she, looks in, she mirror, looks in the mirror and it's her reflection she's yeah. like Ugh. oh it's just me but then look again it's polly and <laughs> polly jumps behind her puts her hand over uh no, her mouth no, no, so no, she doesn't no. scream no 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 whoa Whoa. But Paul, you probably could have just been like, yes, hi. It's yeah. me. I'm here. Exactly. That's oh, true. God, oh, God. It's all okay, though, oh, because they get to talk a little bit before the parents get home. I love this that literally then they're sitting and Polly's in a rocking chair with a cup of tea. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm like, exactly. oh, just like put your feet up. All right. We're good now. <laughs> just cool. like have a Whatever. chat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Polly's like, I snuck in. I, I couldn't keep waiting for mm. uh, Jason, who will not be showing. Oh, Jason. Um, she says her parents want her to give up the baby and uh she didn't want to right she didn't want to and uh betty asks for her to come stay at home again and polly says i can't do it because like you don't know what they'll do like they're wild cards yeah that's like the most accurate thing anyone's yeah. ever said about the and cooper parents i think betty is like yeah fair you yeah. know what you're right you're not you're not wrong about that yeah um then we cut to andrew's construction fp is back in the trailer uh, he looks a little bit better than his previous scene. A little bit better. Just a little. Still hasn't shaved, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, he tells Fred that he wants his son to see him as something other than garbage. And so Fred, <sighs> being the kind soul that he is, is like, all right, we'll see what we can make work. Yeah. Uh, then, this is the best part of the scene that I totally forgot <laughs> this about. This is great. Hermione uh, walks in and is like, oh, hey, Fred, who's, uh, who's this guest we got oh, here? Oh, who's this? <laughs> Oh, who's there? <laughs> it was like for anyone oh, that watched oh. the most recent season of The Bachelorette when Demario was like, oh, he got confronted by an ex-girlfriend and goes, oh, oh, oh who's this? 
It's the exact same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. And Fred, of course, misses all of it because he's Fred. And he's yeah. like, oh, you remember F.P. Jones from high school? And she's like, oh, yeah, hey. And she's like, is this another shakedown? Yeah, so Fred goes into the back room to do something in yeah. her mind. He's like, what are you doing here? Is this a shakedown? And he's like, chill. I'm trying to go straight. Uh, can you please keep my Southside serpent status on the down low Yeah, he's like, my, Fred. my kid doesn't know. My son doesn't know that I'm a serpent. Yeah, and nor Fred, Fred for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he not. says, here's the thing about snakes. You don't step on them. They got no reason to bite. Okay, let me just say this. There have been lots of allusions in the show to stepping on snakes. Who does that? The Louboutin heel. Yeah. Yeah. Don't step on snakes. I don't know They'll who. bite you. You know what? That's a great point. I'm just saying. That seems weird. Get a shovel. Seems like a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But. You should write to the writers and be like, uh, enough with that. <laughs> No one's going to do that in real life. Just a PSA for all you our listeners out there. You know what? That's extremely unrealistic. Snake, don't step on it. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying. I just point. don't want any of our listeners stepping on snakes. The rest of this show, completely above board. <laughs> that way that too line, far. Nah, nah, too much. <laughs> anyway, we then go to the Cooper house uh, where Betty... She's get, doing that recon work to try to figure out what they're going to do if Polly, like, you know, comes down from the attic yep. anytime soon. She's testing. She's like, hey, why don't we have Polly live with us? And they're like, well, of course we would want that. Uh, and then, but then they say they give up an unforced an unforced error. They say Polly wants to give the baby up for adoption. Yeah. Nope, that's not what she said. Uh, I also you all are liars. You failed the test. I also noticed the little thing in this scene where you know Alice is like, it's a very difficult decision for anyone, and yep. she's like, and it's the best. And then Hal interrupts her and says, only option. Oh, she was yeah, going to say yeah, it's the yeah. best option. Hal is literally like, it's the only option. So okay. now we kind of get a little feel of like, who exactly That's true. thinks That's a good point. it was the only option. Yeah, very true. Um, so then we're back in the student lounge. Betty is talking to Veronica uh, and Cheryl interrupt. Oh yeah, so they're talking, yeah. and then Cheryl busts in. Veronica's like, like, "Why doesn't she like come talk to my mom? Like, she needs yeah, doctors can, and prenatal vitamins." And Betty's like, "Calm the, down." The Pembroke, it's all good. She's like, or, "I'm like, hoping that she can party. come home. Just give me another couple minutes. Yeah, and just give me a hot second. I'll try to figure this exactly. out." Exactly. Then Cheryl busts in, and in her classic fashion, she's like, "Hello!" <laughs> pops in. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, let's uh, talk real quick." So they go into an empty classroom, and. Cheryl kind of conspires with Betty. I know you don't trust me, but let me help you and Polly because she's carrying my niece. So now I have like a yeah. vested interest in her. And Betty is like a terrible liar. She goes, do you know where Polly oh my is? My God. And Betty's like, hmm, what? No. Hmm? Blah, Who, blah. me? Is, are you still talking to me? Who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Betty oh. does not have a poke face. Cheryl says that she thinks Polly's crazier than a serial killer on bath salts. <laughs> Wow. Tell us what you really think, Cheryl. I don't think so, based on <laughs> meeting her, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that assessment is not quite accurate. But, oh, uh, man. Uh, so... But yeah, Betty's like, well, Polly oh, needs money. If you really want to help, yeah. we need money for Polly. And Cheryl's like... Because she wants to go move away. Yeah, she's like, no problem. I'll get my parents like, to write me a money? check. That's the easiest thing in the world for me. Yeah, exactly. Lol. So, okay, cool. Thanks, Cheryl. Money that grows on trees, Betty. Don't yeah. be stupid. Um, so then we're back at Andrew's <laughs> construction again. Uh, FP and Fred coming back in the trailer after a long day out on the job site. And the two boys are there just hanging out after school. And uh, hey, let's go to Pops, everybody. Yeah, let's have a family dinner at Pops. So we end up at Pops where... <laughs> you okay? I cannot. I cannot with this. Fred and FP are reminiscing about... about I, high school. I kid you not. Not just Ew. high school. About no. the shagging so wagon. Oh, God. Yeah. That's that's what they're talking about. Well, you know what's like just as cringeworthy is that they were in a band and it was called the Fred Heads. <laughs> so who do you think had the biggest ego of them all? I was about to say... <laughs> Fred... What what other person or people agreed heads. to be in a band called the Fredheads? FP, apparently, because he was a good friend. I guess so. That's terrible. What's the F and FP stand for? Forsyth. Oh, Forsyth. That's yeah. right. Okay. It's I'm not Fred. Say. That'd no. be the only it's good reason Fred. to also be Fred. Fred, Fred, Fred and Fred. Fred the Fredheads. You know, no. anyway. Um, FP is talking about how... Oh, yeah. Well, Fred's, Fred's like, oh, F Jughead, your dad was what's known as a BMOC, which, uh, by the way, that's big man on campus. Yeah, that... In case you, some people didn't know HBIC, head bitch in charge, yeah. BMOC is big man on campus. <laughs> BMOC is like an outdated term. Yes, I it feel is. Like that's that is the thing. The it's 70s. like very vintage. Yeah. 
Um, and he's like, oh, you did football, blah, blah, blah. And FP's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Jughead literally could care less about any of that. And he's like, yep. which makes me happy that he takes after his mom. He's like, are yeah, you still like, writing. he's still like writing stories and like making stuff up. And Archie cannot wait to jump in and throw Jughead under the bus about Betty again. And it's like, Ar- Archie oh, yeah. being Archie. Just oh, Archie yeah, things. Let me just uh, drop all this knowledge on you guys, even though this is like a weird dinner that we're yeah. having. And he's like, oh, yeah, Jughead works on the school paper with Betty. And he's like, ooh, Ooh. Betty. (laughs) Is that your girlfriend? Like, who is this Betty? And then Archie starts to answer for him. Yeah. He's like, she's. And then he realizes that he screwed up. He wants to know the answer, Archie. He's like, she's, uh. And then, like, keeps looking at Jughead, and Jughead's like, tell me more about the band. Yeah, let's go back to the band. I'm trying to hear more about this band. And then, of course, because the dads are, like, so self involved, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll tell you more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, then, uh, oh my God. the last little note on the scene is the check comes and causes this awkward, you all this static Super because weird. FP said it would be his treat now that he's got a job again. Right. But then Fred is like, let me pay. And then, no, blah, blah, blah. Well, then, and then like FP was like, argument. he goes, you owe me this. And Fred is like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, you're right. Whatever. Yeah. And then it was super weird, and Archie, of course, like cannot let anything go. And we'll find out about that later. Of course, in the episode. Then, oh boy, then we. This get, is fun. We get to the Pembroke, and Veronica's like, "I'm going to the club." Going to the club. Now let's pause for a second. The club in Riverdale. Well, Kevin said that there no. was one club There's and a, gay a tragic club. gay bar. Yeah. Called. Innuendo. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> Good test. I passed uh, that different question. <laughs> yeah. um, so but Hermione's like, okay. She's going, yeah. Okay, okay, whatever. like, so checkmate, don't We've go. It. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The Ver- she's like, you going to tell Dad I forged a signature? She's like, yeah. no. And she's like, okay, bye. Time bye. to go clubbing. And then we get, like, this uh, they very... Go the roving the eye. The roving eye, yeah. Ooh. And we get a long scene of just everybody dancing in slow Have motion. Have a great time. Everybody's hey, all sweaty hey. and dancing. So crazy up in here. I wish I could <laughs> leave this all behind. It's Veronica, Kevin, Josie, and Reggie. Yep. They're all out. And then they get into their little VIP section. Right? Uh, and they start talking. In the club, we all fam. And... <laughs> And yeah, exactly. So everybody's having a good time. And I don't remember who asks, but somebody's like, is this helping Veronica? And mm. she goes, when the feds busted my dad, they took everything from me. But the, And then my mom took my name like it was nothing. Like I was nothing. Yeah. Which I, I loved that speech, but it reminded me every time I uh, watch it of Edward's speech to Victoria in Eclipse because I know this is a weird thing I, to say I don't even remember but like she's like other she took was. my name like it was nothing like I was nothing so that's like the big bad in Eclipse is the woman that's trying to kill Bella and then Edward uh-huh. is trying to bait her and he's like when I turned like James into nothing when I turned him into Ash like it's kind of the same it's like the same cadence uh-huh. so I don't know, I don't just, know. A, just another flash you know of teen drama Probably. that I was like this is literally yeah feel reminds me of eclipse every time it's there yeah. i'm sure i'm sure it's there but anyway um they just keep drinking so yeah that's gonna, exactly that's gonna help quick reminder lot. everyone's a sophomore yeah anyway they're all 15 yes <laughs> none of them have their driver's license i will point that out yeah correct they <laughs> yeah. have to take uber to the club yeah, uh, miss grundy drove oh, <laughs> archie everywhere <laughs> Uh, okay, so the license plate is <laughs> FL275, and it's a 1967 oh Volkswagen Beetle, mm. and the, the username on it is Sharon Some I don't know, I assume she would have come up what? with a fake name by now. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we've taken this too far. We get to the Archie's Guitar Studio, having a little jam sesh with FP, uh, but then Archie wants to know about the debt Fred owes FP. Yeah, like, that was awkward. Way, to, way well, to bring it up. And it was weird because FP's like, oh, like, can I get a beer out of this fridge here? Oh, yeah, and Jughead's yeah, yeah. like, uh, dad, it's kind of late. And he's like, all right, let's go. And then Archie's like, um, wait, before you go, can I make this really awkward and weird and yeah. ask you why you and my dad had that weird moment? And Jughead's like, can we quit while we're ahead? And Archie's like, it's just a question because yeah. he's Archie. Of course. Archie has no yeah <laughs> sense of that stuff. So FP says, you know, I took some odd jobs. Uh, I got into trouble. Your dad bailed me out of jail. But then he said, once, you know, the being bailed out of jail settled down, that we should part ways for the business that we own together. We oh, own yeah, the construction Andrew's company construction together. together. And then he said that the bail money was being used as a buyout and we split and the bail money was worth nowhere near the amount that my stake in the business was worth. And so he and cheated like, me out of my money. Your dad only had you and your mom and I had Jughead's mom and Jughead and Jellybean and yeah. medical bills. I'm like, it was so unfair. And then he takes a, a swig from his flask. Yeah, that so was terrible. Rough. 
Uh, then we go. Great job, Archie. So glad you brought that up. Yeah, thanks, Archie. Then we go back to Pops. Uh, Betty meets with the Blossoms. Uh, the Blossoms are like, listen, we want to fully support Polly. You're part of the family mm. now. We'll if- give you money. You just have to trust us. Exactly. If you trust us, which is very like. I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah, get out of That whole there. scene, I was like, this is sketchy and weird. Very don't creepy. Yeah. Um, so then we're back at Archie's music studio. And Archie, realizing he screwed up again, is like, oh, sorry, Jughead. I had no idea. Like, there must have been a reason. Uh, And then Jughead uh, drives his drunken father home. Again, a sophomore. That's a great point, actually. FP comes coming back around the corner and Jughead shoves the flask in the couch cushions. Oh, yeah. So his dad can't take it with him. Yeah. Uh, So then we go back to the roving eye, the club (laughs) that the rest of the gang is hanging out in. The waiter comes up to Veronica and says, oh, sorry, your card has been declined. She's like, lol, and it's reported stolen too, right? And he's like, yeah. How did you know? And she's like, ha, 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 fantastic. (laughs) I'm winning. (laughs) And everyone's like, wait, what? And he's like, we're supposed to call the cops. And Reggie, of course, is like, go and call the cops. Be happy to tell them how old we are. And then Josie goes, or we can call my mom, the mayor. Oh, yeah. She picked the right people to go out with. Let me tell you that right now. Everybody peddling their influence. Yeah, exactly. And then she just like pops up with a wad of cash and she's like, here you go. This should cover. Bye, boo. And she says says that when when her mom and her get in arguments, they are like a cobra and a mongoose dancing, which, Veronica, the best words. That is exactly how I thought of it. Yep. Uh, Then we go back to the trailer park. FP is sleepy drunk and asks if Jug is going to stay at home. Uh, Jughead's Jug like putting his like, dad to sleep on yeah, the couch, taking his, like, shoes, taking his off shoes off, and, and like yeah. trying to like have one semblance of a normal moment of like yeah. just trying to tell his dad what's going on with him. Because mm-hmm. you can, it's hard. You can tell that his dad wants to be a dad, but like he is incapable of doing it. Yeah. And Jughead knows that he wants to do it, and he thinks that he can do it. That he and he's just not. So I don't yeah. know. He's going on and on about how. He talked to their mom, and she's mm-hmm. taking night classes. She's finally going to get her GED. She never graduated from high school. He said Jellybean now wants to be called JB because it's cooler. This is amazing. She's 10 years old, and she listens to Pink Floyd on vinyl. She, I don't think yes. she gets any cooler. Yes. And then, you know, he's like, I'm way ahead in all my classes. Like, everything's fine. Sure, I'll stay here tonight. And he looks up, and his dad has passed out. That was heartbreaking. That was, one that of those, was terrible. That was one of those little moments to me that is inconsequential, but so heartbreaking. Just yeah. The way they did. Oh, my I was God. Like, oh. You're like, of course. Sorry, Joe. Of Jug. course that happened yep then we go back to archie's room uh fred and archie are discussing fp's story and fred is very like lol that's definitely not what happened yeah he's like you haven't heard my side of the story uh you can't be drug underwater by a drowning person yeah he's like he kept he kept stealing stuff and he i bailed him out so many times and i couldn't end up couldn't saving him i had your mom and you and like i couldn't keep doing Mm -hmm. it but then archie is like well maybe in doing that you also drowned Jughead. Yeah. And Fred was like, well, I guess I hadn't thought That's of it that That's definitely way. what happened. Yeah. But, I um, mean, you can see Fred's point of view in yeah. this. I yeah. mean, oh, it's, 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 it's really these, hard. Yeah, it's one of these difficult terrible. situations where, like, yeah, it's, you know, both sides are maybe mm. not right, but, you know, yeah, they've got a valid argument. Um, a lot of history there. Yeah. Speaking of, we're back at the Pembroke. Uh, Hermione and Veronica are discussing the terms they of their come to armistice. Terms. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is what it boils down to. Uh, Veronica has to accept Hermione's affair and stop the clubbing. Right. And Hermione has to tell Mr. Lodge about the formery, about the forgery and don't bring Fred to the house. Yes. No boys in the That's house. That's legitimate. Yeah. And no they're like, Fred and her. cool deal. So they're happy with it. Done. Mother daughter duo back intact again. And then uh, you're like, wow, that was really dramatic. What could possibly happen at the end of this episode? You guys, only the most heartbreaking things and craziest dramatic yep. things ever. Um, so anyway, the this next very day school, field for this me. was crazy. All of a sudden they were yeah. like, oh, and now we're going to like really ramp this up in a different direction. So yeah. they come in the next morning during school. Jughead pops into the blue and gold and Principal Weatherby and Sheriff Keller are there looking at their really highly suspicious murder board oh, where hey they guys. have been like tracking all the evidence and all this stuff. And yeah. they're like, hey, really sketchy looking like emo kid that doesn't have a lot of friends. Like, why don't you come down to the station with us? Because this is weird. Ugh. And, you know, they're walking him out and he he passes by Betty and Archie and he's like call my dad he's at the station and Sheriff mm-hmm. Keller is like now we found your prints on the car which we expected like it was covered with your and Betty's prints but right. what I was surprised by was when I ran your prints 
I saw that you were in the system for mm-hmm. almost burning down the elementary school. And Jughead's like, well, I was playing with matches. It's yep. like, that's like a really large leap for you to make even like for this. And he's like, well, I took a look at your school records, which by the way, they flipped this open and it was like, Jughead, remember when you said you were ahead in your classes? You have like C's in every class. Yeah, not like, good. I mean, like you could try harder. Get being yeah. ahead doesn't mean that you can still do <laughs> yeah, shoddy just work. You've Jughead, done the reading. Yeah. I saw your A in English, but other than that, like, come on, <laughs> you can we need do to this. Freeze frame that. I exactly. wonder what he's getting in his other classes. I know it was hard to see. Yeah. Um. He's like, you've had a really long and rough history. You've been bullied, and he's like, yeah. My name is Jughead. Yeah, like, yeah that, that's, a, that's a great line. <laughs> of course, like, of course I was I've bullied. been bullied. Yeah. And he's like, well, you were particularly bullied by the football team, yeah. including Jason Blossom. And Jughead's like, are you serious? Like, this is so stupid. That's like, what you really you think that I did this? And he's, you know, you, Sheriff Keller's just creating the story, which is his job, but it's really terrible because well, you've seen how awful Jughead's home life is. And then when Sheriff Keller says a kid like you raised on the wrong side of the tracks by a deadbeat dad, bullied by kids like Jason Blossom, mm-hmm. who wouldn't lash out after like a lifetime of that? Yeah. By the way, like I'm listening to all this like quote unquote evidence come together. And in the next scene, which there's like none in the next scene, Betty is talking to Jughead and she reassures him that the evidence is circumstantial. It's less than there's circumstantial. There's literally none. It's, it's like, like, what evidence is there at all? Yeah. He's like, where were you on July 4th? And Jughead's like, I'm not talking to you anymore. It's, I want a lawyer. Which because like, he's like, props yeah, to him. I was like, I, 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 finally, someone I like knows yeah. what life is, but yeah. yeah, but it's worse than that. I mean, it is not good evidence at all. It's weird. What to is me. the evidence that it's, he, that he right. like, Play with matches when he was six years old? Right. It's weird to me that Keller pulls him in. Like, last episode, he was being a a great police informant. They found the car and they immediately called him. Like, if Jughead did Yeah, you know what? That's a good call. That's a good point. Why would he drag... And Keller. Blossom's like convinced that it was Polly too. Yeah. He, I don't I, know. He's just doing his I mean, diligence, I, I guess. Right. I don't oh, know. yeah, totally. But, but it's weird that they were like so accusatory. But anyway, whatever. Uh, in between those yeah. two scenes, just as a footnote, the Blossoms uh, were like interviewing Betty about Polly to see if she was on the up and up. Like, did she take drugs? Blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, yeah. No, that was Penelope asking Cheryl if she, she's like, you said oh, Polly. Oh, that's right. She's like, you said yeah, Polly was a party Cheryl. girl. Mm-hmm. Did you ever actually see her take drugs? And she's like, no, why? And she's like, well, we wouldn't want an unfit mother or anything. Okay, that's yeah. really sketchy and weird. Yeah, exactly. Don't trust her. So then we go back to the police station. Betty talks to Jughead. Uh, she's like, I know who you are. Like, it's going to be okay. And yeah. He's freaked out because he's like, those paradise lost kids went to jail because they wore black and listened to Metallica. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a scapegoat. Yeah. Which, which you see more of in this, the later episodes after this of like, Jughead yeah. not quite fitting, feeling like he fits in with the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's interesting to see him being aware that he could be a scapegoat and not just being like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Like, and he is the only the one from the wrong not. side of the tracks. Everyone else is from like the nice side of Riverdale. Like yeah. he's from the nightmare version. Yeah. Literally from his nightmare earlier in the, at the beginning of the mm, episode. That's a good point. That's a, putting the pieces together. Yeah. Um, to make matters worth, no one can find FP. Oh, yeah, no, no one, one knows where FP dad. is. What a surprise. Uh, but Fred Andrews has a little chat with Sheriff Keller and says, oh, I have an alibi for Jughead. Oh, yeah. He was working on my mm-hmm. crew at the time of the murder. Our, uh, it's a good thing Sheriff Keller didn't look at Archie because literally yeah. he would have been like, oh, this is probably a lie because Archie was like, who yeah. would? His Ar- eyes were like yeah. the size of his face. It's he was true. like, he's like, oh, you have documentation to prove that. And Archie's like looking at his dad like, is this real? Like, yeah. what is going on? Like, the worst. He's like, dad, that ever. definitely didn't happen. How will you get out of this now? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Archie. And Fred shrugs it off. He's like, Archie. I'll have to, you know, yeah, check, I'll check, check my, books. my time cards, you know. Um, so then, because Fred feels bad that he let Jughead drown, like he, Archie said earlier. Correct. So, so this situation is resolved. Done. Great, and he's like, "Fine, he's free to go." Done now Fred that. Andrews vouches for him. They're all leaving, and guess who is finally getting there? Oh boy, FP, who literally yeah. looks a hot mess. Yeah. He looks like he's wasted, but mm-hmm. and he's, he's heated like, too. He's, he's like, like, "Oh, I forgot angry. to charge my phone," and. What 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 do they try to accuse you of in there? And he's like, it's fine yeah. now. Mr. Andrews took care of it. And FP is just a and so there's this, this whole there's like so much that he's my son, not yeah, your son. He shoves Fred a couple times, and yeah. he's like, you would have done the same thing for your son. I'm gonna go in there and yell at Sheriff Keller. They're always trying yeah. to pin stuff on this family, on me, on you. This is ridiculous. And Jughead like grabs him by the collar and is like, Dad, don't make things worse. Very wise, Jughead. And it's funny that it takes FP like two seconds to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I would make this worse. Like, I will do what you're asking. Okay. And he's exactly. like, all right. Okay, fine. Are you going to come home with me? 
And I'm like, guys, literally, I would like nothing <laughs> less. Like, no. Yeah. Do not go home. <laughs> that, looks, that seems, seems terrible. Yep. And then we've got a very intense close-up scene with FP saying that he'll straighten up and, like, Jughead, who is hurting. This is really bad. He's like, well, he's like, um, Archie says, oh, no, he can stay with us. We already offered. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's like, is that what you want to do? And Jughead's really quiet. And he's like, maybe it's for the best if you don't mind, Fred. And he's like, it's whatever you want. And Jughead want, literally Jughead? looks like a kicked puppy. And he's like, no, I'll go with you, Dad. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. He just wants his family back so bad. Yep. And he just is hoping that his dad will get it together. And his dad kind of sees that. And then he realizes, like, he doesn't have it together. Like, he doesn't, he's not going to be able to make it work if Jughead comes home right now. So he's like, listen, I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to get my act together. Yep. This is a great scene between Skeet Ulrich yeah. and Cole. They some, did a some very, good acting. very good job. In very this good dramatic acting scene. And, you know, he's like, I just need a month. Mm-hmm. two at the most and you see like Jughead's like crumbling face and he just wants to believe him so bad but he doesn't know if he can and yeah. he's like you believe me right son and he's like yeah dad sure I believe you and he gives him a hug and FP like looks kind of surprised and like happy and then he just like walks away giggling weirdly because he's probably drunk yep heavy <sighs> And then Betty runs out and, like, touches her, her hand to his cheek, and they walk yeah. away. Yeah. And then Archie and Fred are like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> I am very grateful for you. Very this true, was terrible. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. God. Um, so then we go back to the Pembroke. Uh, the Lodge women, uh, Hermione and Veronica, are waiting for a call from Hiram from prison. To presumably tell him the truth about the forgery. And yeah. Speaking of forgeries, then the next shot is Fred forging Jughead's time card for the 4th yep. of July. And he's like, I got this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so those two get resolved. And then we're back at Pops where we're basically... Everybody's there and the, and Polly's there. Yeah, this is basically like a straight up hostage transfer. Right? situation like, okay, it seems everything like. is happening of course it's going down to pops you guys exactly and you know betty's like um polly's like betty you're my guardian angel so cheryl shows up and polly you know goes over to him and her and grabs her hand and she's like i'm so sorry about jason he always talks about yeah. how much he loved you which like really gets to cheryl because i mean mm. she doesn't like polly but she can tell that Polly loves her brother, and that it's, yeah. that's a genuine thing that she was saying, and that really touches her. And she's like, "Uh, Polly, you got to go. You got to get out of you here." Enda- she literally goes, "You in danger, girl." Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> like, "I don't think my parents want to help you. Like, you need to leave. Yeah. Like, you need really need to get out of here." And she's like, "Well, where am I gonna live now?" Dun dun dun. The Pembroke. The Pembroke. Where else? I'm like, this is the best option. Yeah, she rolls up now that Hermione and Veronica are on the same page. Betty Love. rolls up with Polly and she's like, hey, can we crash here for a little while? And they're like, uh, of course. That was hilarious. And then Slumber she's like, party, let's go. She's like, Polly, call me Hermione. Yeah, which I exactly. Love. I'm exactly. like, she's 17, but okay, that's fine. So perfect. Polly is in safe hands. Polly with the lodges. moves there. Mm-hmm. Jughead moves to Archie's room. Yeah. A little sleeping bag slash like blow up mattress. So. Yeah. But FYI, he's not giving up on his dad. Yeah, he shouldn't give up on his dad, but he should also live somewhere that's not under the stairs in school. That is also correct. No mice, no bugs in Archie's room. Yeah, I'm happy that he finally has like a normal place to stay. Plus bros, you know, getting to hang out. Uh, Speaking of FP, this episode ends in the trailer and, you know, FP is being a mess and he's drinking and it's, you know, Jughead's. Uh, monologue and he's like hope a word so close to home and is tricky <laughs> he's like our hopes are dimming like whatever it's dark <laughs> he's like it's so. darkest before the dawn but sometimes there's just darkness and then fp walks by a wardrobe and it's open and jason's letterman jacket is inside it at what? fp's trailer FP, what are you doing oh my god Ugh. and then the episode ends yep and then i was like how many seconds until the next one because <laughs> i'm dying let's get it going yeah uh so much happened in this episode sorry guys for taking forever to go yeah this, exactly but like, this is a huge episode. Yeah, a lot happened. Uh, mad noir vibes oh in that gosh. final scene. There, sometimes it's just darkness. I love that. Listen, I laugh at sometimes his. Sometimes it's just. Darkness. I laugh at his narration. Sometimes I liked that. That was the most real line. thing. Yeah, that was fun. So, um, question is: Don't even. <laughs> yes. Riverdale. What is that? Hmm? 
good is it good uh yes yeah i would say, I would say yeah. that this episode was fantastic yeah i mean starting off with the dream that dream sequence mm-hmm. you just knew that this was gonna be yeah that was a different episode weird in the best way i love it and again oh yeah they weird in the best so way is much. perfect to, way to describe this yeah. yeah there was like a hint of teen drama because yeah. there was like everyone kind of found out about the bug head ship and they like walked mm-hmm. home they had a little tiny kiss which i was like never enough yeah um, there was a lot of stuff about the murder. Like Jughead got arrested for a second. Yeah. Like people it's, are moving all over town. There was a creepy attic. Like mm-hmm. we're finding out that Hal Cooper is like kind of weird. Like yeah. there's all kinds of stuff going on. It's interesting that these later episodes are mm-hmm. getting to be a little bit story of the week a little bit. Cause like, I, th- I think I, it was like, I look back on this episode and I'm like, oh, Jughead gets arrested and then he's like not arrested. And I don't know. It, I guess that's an good point. Yeah. But at the same time, but I that mean, was I still mainly think for that scene well. with FP. I feel like that was yeah. the point yeah, of that. That's true. That's true. You know, cause it develops them. Yeah. It's it, a, this episode you know was what? very heavy point. Jughead's past. It's like, even though they're doing these little mini arches that we're used to in each episode, they are still doing an overall arch even within those yeah. little episodes everything is still doing work on multiple levels yeah yeah e- yeah and it's which it's, is something that and it's doing a really good if, job of doing both things at the same time right doing the day, story of the weeks and doing the the bigger which episodes. i think it like makes the show that makes something successful to me yeah. i don't know if you heard that advice in any of your like screenwriting classes but it was a make every scene every scene has to do work or you right. can take it out mm-hmm it's and got advanced. I feel like every single essentially sentence mm-hmm. in this episode was doing work. Yeah. This was like a heavy lifting episode. Yeah. For every story and every character. And that's what we keep seeing throughout the season. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, y'all. So you think Riverdale is good? I, I do. I, I was I got a little worried after <laughs> this. Because you always ask me if Riverdale's good and I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. I know, it, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it is getting like I said, like it. When it gets like a little more story of the week, like sometimes I get a little like, hmm, at the end because I can't, these things happen and they feel like so isolated, like Jughead gets arrested, but then it's all okay. Like things are just kind of happening everywhere. Do you have another example? I guess uh, the lodge, the clubbing thing that got resolved in this episode. Yeah. You're talking about things that, that get resolved kind of okay. that start like, in the episode and get resolved in the same episode? Yeah, that just feel like they're... Like, I, fe- I feel like the prestige thing now is to do these long stories where it's basically a movie over, you know, 10 episodes uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, and it's, like, more old school to do story of the week where, like, you can pop in at any point and do it. Like Friends or, like, a procedural or something? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so I'm, like, trying to figure out which one this is going for. But like we were saying, they're kind of I think pretty much kind of every single teen show is like well. that. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Because and you can't, like, keep people hanging on for episodes and episodes. Like, something has to happen. You know what I mean? Like, something needs to get resolved in every episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 You definitely. can't just be like, wow, because I feel a lot of that in, like, a lot of Game of Thrones episodes, where I'm like, what did I, why did I even watch this? Yeah, Because, like, true. nothing really even happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff where you're like, well, everyone traveled, and then they've got to where they were, but, like, no one was there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Great. Right. <laughs> like, I just and I, spent 60 minutes watching this. Right. And I think this show doesn't do that, but it, it also doesn't slow it down that it also does sometimes story of the week stuff or yeah. one or two episode arc stuff. So as always, whatever, be- this episode had a bughead kiss <laughs> and holding hands in it. Correct. It had everyone's weird reaction when they saw Jughead <sighs> put his arm around Betty, which like, lest yeah, we forget, that, that was, was hilarious. hilarious. It also had uh, a dope dream sequence and yeah. like a super dramatic cliffhanger. I mean, I'm there for it. I'm there for the for the dream sequences. And the club scene. Yep. And Reggie pretending to cry on Instagram or whatever he was doing. And a new set at the police station. I mean. Yeah. And Sheriff Keller like trying to do his job. Yeah. So I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. Here for it. Riverdale. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, join us next time as we discuss chapter eight, The Outsiders. Which I... Oh, one of my favorite books yeah i remember reading one of my favorite things i read i guess i shouldn't say one of my favorite books but one of my favorite things i have ever read for school okay yeah 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 i got you and it was literally devastating yeah so i definitely remember the end of that book no spoilers though yeah uh follow us on twitter at casual critic pod like us on facebook and instagram at casual critics podcast and you can always reach us at casual critics podcast 
at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Also, rate and review us on iTunes if you have a second. That helps us get the word out about the show. Please do. Yeah. We will see you all next, next week. Next time. Chapter 8, The Outsiders. Bye. Bye.